Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. My jam. Hey, yo. What up, blood? Hey, thank you, everybody. Everybody who's here. My friends. My friends. My friends. Oh, wow. I see that the... Uh, Whatchamacallit? See that the, uh... Yo. I see that the restream chat decided to start working again. Huh. Let's see if it, if it really stays up working. Uh-uh. Dun dun, dun dun. Bum bum, bum bum, bum bum. Hello. Now the podcast is more than a year old. The podcast anniversary is actually November. November fourteenth. I have to look it back. November fourteenth or something like that. Twenty twenty one is when I shot the pilot. The first episode was the second or third week of January 2022. So the podcast itself started in November. You guys never, nobody ever saw the pilot. I never published the pilot. I did use part of the pilot for my, for the trailer for the podcast. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's the extent of the, the pilot that you guys have seen or anybody's ever seen. Honestly, I don't even know if I have the footage of the pilot. I usually, I record and delete to save hard drive space. I don't save any footage of anything. Um, I 
What's up, everybody? Hello. How are you? Hope you're doing great today. I, uh... you're having some fun out there. Did not do anything. I tried to change the background color of the chat. Ugh, nothing. <laughs> nothing. Hey, you never leave? Oh yeah, trust me. I've taken naps here before. I had I had a we did an event here uh a few weeks ago or maybe a week and a half ago. And I I think I was like running on three hours of sleep or something and I arrived and I set the whole event up and you know we did everything then I just came ha back here and I just went to sleep I just slept I napped nap that, that couch is so comfortable by the way it's literally the best to nap in and now I have pillows toxin naps yeah yeah but today yeah it's one year anniversary of um the club existing <laughs> who could have known it would have made this far would have made it this far ask me any questions folks that you want to ask me about the club i may answer it i may not answer it okay but ask me anything you want yes the club still exists yes we're still doing shows today was a hectic day for me i just moved So did it go? So did it go as good as you expected? Um, I honestly I don't know what I expected from it. I had an idea of what I wanted to do with this, and it's been such a fucking huge challenge, like everything. That uh, yeah, I'm, it's such a it's been an amazing learning experience. And at the same time, like a huge monumental challenge. I've had to learn a lot of like new skills. Uh, and just readjust my expectations. Not even for what I wanted to get out of this. Because I honestly, I'm, I'm pretty much getting everything I wanted to get out of this business. Um, but it's more of like... Just the expectations it, like in things that I didn't expect, honestly. Which I don't know if it's really even worth getting into because I don't know if it's going to make sense to most people. But yeah, as far as like the return, it's, I mean, I, I think I told you guys, I wrote a whole, was this a year ago? Let me see when I wrote this. I had a whole note that I wrote exactly all of this. Um, this is June 3rd. This is an outline. This is from June 3rd. I'm not going to share this because this is still coming to fruition. But this is from June 3rd. Right there. It's for the, the podcast studios. Um, let me see if I can find 
the one for the building. Um, let me see. Oh, here we go. Phases. This one is from May 31st. Phases of renovations. And look, I outlined this the day before I moved in here. Okay. Um, and you can say, see it month by month, month one, month two, and like all this stuff. And it goes down. It's actually the next two years. So I, I built out like goals and we did it. I mean, my whole goal was to have the, the space just feel like an authentic creative space, right? By the end of the first year. And that's what it feels like. This feels like a space that people can come and be creative and, and talk about ideas, talk about their lives, share their experiences, be funny, be whatever they want to be. This is So the goal was to have these two podcast studios. I actually have three now because I have a third studio that's behind. Like It's in the back of that studio. It's a recording booth. And um, yeah, I, this is better than I could have ever imagined. It's great to have this shit written down because I can look back at it. Soundproof Studio A. Soundproof uh, projector. <laughs> Internal signage. Office equipment upgrade. Um, what else? I mean, there's like there's other plans that I have that I'm like just scrolling through my phone and they were like coming up just in the searches. So it's funny to see those. Um, what do you wish you knew then that you know now? Does that make sense? Yes, it does. I mean, I was very careful going into this shit as far as like doing my due diligence. Right? I did my due diligence up and down as far as everything. Went, went through everything I needed with my legal. Went through everything I needed with my insurance. Went through uh, at, like, I, you know... Everything I needed with my landlord, everything I needed with... Uh, I think that one thing I could have not anticipated and never anticipated was um, I think I had a very rosy understanding of how bringing this business about and my brand at the time would mix. Thanks for the explosion. So I had, I had a very rosy understanding of that. Rose-colored glasses. That's what I'm mentioning. That's what I'm talking about. I was seeing that through rose-colored glasses. I was, had a really romanticized idea of how my following last year at this time would mesh with this uh, business venture. Right? Um, that was perhaps the biggest challenge of all was to just see how they were polar opposites, right? And how there was no way in hell that the people I was speaking to would want to migrate and be a part of this. So, yeah, that that was a bit shocking for a little bit. But once I came to terms with that, and I was just like, oh, it is what it is. These folks are just going to leave. <laughs> And, you know, who actually wants to be a part of this journey is going to stay. 
And I would much rather just entertain the folks who want to be a part of this journey than the folks who, who just don't. Um, because if they don't want to be a part of this journey, then it, it just it's not made for them. And I can't like inauthentically try to bring people on. I just have to, you know, the art of letting go, right? You just got to let go. Isn't that that saying too in a relationship? If you really love them, you got to let them go, right? It was, uh, it was kind of like that. Um, so yeah, I kind of had to like let go of that thing that I had going on, which was relatively successful. Right, it was relatively successful. I had I had a YouTube channel. I was just averaging like a hundred thousand views. Like people respected me as this one thing, but I couldn't be that thing if I wanted to do this. Right, I couldn't be that thing anymore if I wanted to do this. And it became obvious the more that I fleshed this out, like this building and everything. Right, the real like band aid tearing off was the first roast battle, which took me. Uh, two months and a half to be able to to get together. I already I had already planned on doing that stuff, like those shows and stuff. That's why I set up the room the way that I did, the uh, the showroom, uh, the comedy club room. I call it the showroom sometimes when I'm referring to it, but because the whole this whole thing, even the podcast studios, I feel like it's an extension of the comedy club, like naturally. But it's you know. It, that was like the true tearing of the Band-Aid. Where it was like, okay, our values really don't mix. And we're not really like, you know, on the same wavelength as far as that. Um, And, you know, like, I know that I, 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 I was really like sarcastic and like really like tongue-in-cheek and sardonic responding to that reaction that I was getting at the time. But looking in retrospect, I, I can understand the disappointment that people had because a lot of people had, had it in the, their like daily routine and habit, you know, of watching that show that I was making. I, I guess the best metaphor for this is like, okay, let's think of people who enjoy watching like trash TV. And all of a sudden, you put on a stand-up special, right? They're not going to fuck with that. I would say that uh, there is a percentage of people who are going to enjoy it. There's definitely an intersection between trash TV and stand-up. But I would say there there's like a, a large majority of that audience that enjoys trash TV isn't really a fan, you know? But that's just it's just kind of a metaphor, right? I would say if, if, if the channel just switched, right? If you're like watching on Hulu, des- uh, de- not Desperate Housewives, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and all of a sudden, in the middle of the show with no warning, it cuts straight to... What's his name? Forgot his name. Mike Birbiglia's stand-up special. You know what I mean? All of a sudden, you're watching Real Housewives, and like in the middle of the episode, it cuts to Mike Birbiglia's stand-up special, right? And, and I'm using Mike Birbiglia as an example because even though he's a relatively big comedian, I feel like, to me at least, uh, uh, he's in a quiet taste. I feel like he's like a comedian's comedian for me, 
Uh, you know. I love him, by the way. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Oh, you almost said Dane Cook. Yeah, Dane Cook. I feel, yeah, Dane Cook is like the McDonald's of uh, stand-up, you know. So I feel like a lot of people love Dane Cook. So, yeah. Have you considered working with Whitney Cummings? Yeah, I mean, I'll work with anybody. Really. There are people who come through consistently to the shows and the mics who are producers and writers and just people involved in Hollywood in general. Um... There was this Italian TikToker who has like 5 million followers or something. And he just like came through. And he was like, didn't even tell me he was, you know, I, I like I usually tag people in the stories uh, when they come to do mics or shows. And, you know, so they have like some memory of it later. Um, And I went to tag him. I couldn't find his page. And I walked up to him and was like, oh, what's your username? And he, like, shared it with me. It was like, he had over a million on Instagram. I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, okay, all right, buddy. Pound it out. <laughs> uh, he has like he had, like, seven million on TikTok or something. It was pretty funny. It was his first time doing stand-up, too. It was very funny. He had a, a whole bit about being mad at being Italian and being mad at Americans for putting ketchup on pasta. And he got really mad when he like split. He was like, I hate it when America split the pasta in half. <laughs> he was so funny. Uh, you attract people who are on the same frequency. Agreed. I uh, wish you could have helped. I mean, you helped just being here. This is That's how you help. I mean, that's amazing. I'm just glad I have you guys to talk to. Otherwise, I'd be talking to myself and my ideas and my thoughts. Can you go back to the mixed messages for the chat when they were bigger and easier to read uh yeah i mean i got it open here the problem is that uh reaper they're not loading i have them open here and i've been every day trying to update this app by you know the app that has it the problem is it's not they're not loading i i know exactly what you're talking about i'll even show you i got it open like right here this is what you're talking about right this layout 
The problem is they're not loading. Like the last comment on YouTube is from Dom, but it's only showing Cat Lady here, Mama Creepy and Dom, and like, and the last comment from Dom is from like five minutes ago. The showing. So yeah, it's unfortunately it's not it's not working. You know, I'm sorry about that. Uh, as soon as I'm able to get it back, I will start using that again. You know, because I, I also like it better. It's easier for, for you guys to read. It's easier for me to read, you know. Not me. Oh, now you showed up. You did show up. Hi, Dennis. Would you ever be a guest on Shane Dawson's podcast? Or is there bad blood? Oh, well. No, there's no bad blood. I got to be honest with you. I know people, a lot of people hate Shane Dawson. It's not easy to be around as long as he's been. And, um, yeah, he's done some fucked up shit. But I respect him as a creator. He's, uh, he's shown that he's evolved and he's changed as a person. And the vibe that I get is that he doesn't want to do what he, the, the stuff he's done, done in the past. And who hasn't done a mistake? Who am I to judge anybody for making a mistake? I've made as many, if not more, mistakes than any public figure. You know, and I made it in a very short amount of time. So, yeah, of course, if he invited me, I don't know if he would be interested in inviting me. I would love to interview Shane, by the way, and do an interview that he's never done before. Like something, you know, um, you know, something where we talk about stuff he's never talked about publicly. And I'm not talking about like uh, weird, you know, personal stuff. I'm talking about like. You know, like uh, day-to-day stuff. Does he, does he, you know, what kind of topping does he put on his yogurt when he goes to fucking, uh, you know, Afternoon Delight or whatever? I don't know what the fuck the name of those stores are called. There's a, a reason and a season. Not everyone is meant to stay in your life. Someone just passing through. That is wise words, Dom. Those are very wise words. Uh, yeah, honestly, uh, Cody, uh, I feel like at that time I ended up calling, I ended up like, uh, calling a lot more people out as trolls than there actually were. There were people, I mean, after seeing hundreds of comments saying, oh, I was worried about him. I think that there were people who were genuinely like worried about me. There were some people who were concerned trolling. That is true. But I do believe that there were people, there was like a segment, there was a segment of people who were like legitimately confused by everything that was happening. Um, and yeah, I think that if I, if I were to do that whole situation again, I would have been more, um, I would have had more tact. With handling those spe- that that specific segment of fans, right? Um, you know that's but you know can't redo everything. Um, I miss Steph Noodles. At least the irrelevant news parts. Well, I'm still here, Alex. I'm still, I never went away. Uh, that's right, cat lady. Ketchup on pasta sounds illegal. Yes, it does. The chat, that question was from 17 minutes ago. Yes. 
I know, it's not really loading over here. It's kind of crazy. Uh, would you interview Austin McBroom? Yes, I would. I would interview Austin McBroom. I'm not above talking to anyone. I feel like even if I've had a contentious past with a person or something, you know, I am absolutely open to um, talking it out with people and, you know, apologizing, whatever it is, you know. Are you able to sell food and drinks? Uh, I'm not really even interested in doing that. Like, food just adds a whole aspect of, like, people drop stuff, extra cleaning, extra everything. So, no, it's it's BYOB. B-Y-O-B, which we can legally do. I like to hear what he has to say. Shane Dawson interviews are interesting. Yeah, they are. Shane's been around for a fucking minute. And as a creator, Shane has experienced and lived through so much. You know, there is really, truly valuable insight there. And anybody who says otherwise is just being disingenuous. You can't just like straight up hate somebody and brand them as a bad person. It's like a thing on the internet. People try to just brand people like, no, he's a bad person. It's a bad, bad person. Bad. I mean, everybody's a human being. They're going to make mistakes as long as they atone and they, you know, show that they're putting in the work to be better. I mean, what the fuck can you expect from them? You're going to make them... Like, crawl on their knees, cross-country to prove to you that they're good? I believe, And I believe Shane Dawson has been showing that he's, you know, working on himself and trying to be better. And he has he's definitely hasn't been doing the same content he used to do. Have you been thinking about other avenues to build a Deaf Noodles brand? Uh, not at the moment. I'm really happy with what we're building here. And I do have like a five, a five-year plan on how to keep developing this brand and growing it out and shows that I want to do. There's a, the thing is that by doing this, by expanding like this, which is kind of like a uh, a lateral, right? It's like a horizontal uh, move. Um, I think that. Uh, I think it just opens a lot of doors to just be more creative and make more stuff at scale. And not just for myself, but for other people as well. And that's part of my plan too. Like that's one of the business ventures that I want to do is like involving like everything that I've done here. Right. Um, you know, but I, I also have learned over the last year that I have a lot of ideas and that what I end up doing is I just go, at all of them at once. Right? And that... Hey, thanks for the sub, Paul. And that often... The healthiest thing I can do... And the most productive thing I can do... Healthiest in the sense of me getting sleep... And just having an overall like good quality of life... And mental health. 
the good thing for me to do is to just break it up into projects. And once I conclude one project, then I go on to the next one. And it's it's kind of like what I what I've been doing, you know. And it, it, I mean, I always got stuff done. It's just like I would just work myself thin because I would do it all at once. And I had to kind of just learn over, and I'm still learning and working on this of just like stopping, like all right, let's focus on one exhaust, this one, and then move on to the other one. I just get so excited, and I have so many ideas. I start doing them all at once, and I I'm of the philosophy of like, hey, you know, I'll just sleep when I die. So, you know, a lot of this stuff takes a lot of time. So I just end up sacrificing. If I had to sacrifice anything, first thing that goes is sleep. Next thing that goes is social life. Next thing that goes is family life. Next thing that goes is at like any sort of personal time, like for everything. So I make sure that I get shit done, but I think that there is a pace at which I can do it, which not only makes it more productive, but also makes it where I can truly like exhaust every possibility out of everything I'm doing. Um, you think you'd get the chance to interview Nikocado? Oh, I would fucking love it. I don't know if he would do it though. I feel like he doesn't like me. I don't know why, but I would love to interview Nick. I really like Nick. I think he's super funny. The first few videos I made about him were purely out of admiration. I mean, like, the, the, I would say, yeah, I covered his whole drama with Stephanie Sue, but then the other ones that I made afterwards, they were like kind of an admiration of how he was handling that whole situation and also just how naturally and effortlessly funny he is. It's very rare to see somebody as naturally and effortlessly funny as Nikocado Avocado. He is so fucking funny. He is so funny. Yes, and Nick is very smart. Nick is very, very smart. The way that he uses his platform. The way that he connects with people. He's such a personable person as well. I really like him. I really do. You know? At first, with that whole... like, I learned about Nick through the Stephanie Sue drama. And he just seemed like such a villain at the time. But then as you like start learning about Nick and seeing his personality and like all his little jokes. And how he has these little like callbacks to all these like things he does and he really is a very very interesting and funny guy so yeah i would love to interview him i don't know if he'd ever like to do it um but yeah i'll always be here uh you are able to bring up the up-and-comers and duplicator eventually if that's your plan there's so much yeah there's so much that we can do here I've been insanely sick for over 24 hours and all I want is chicken noodle soup. Hey, get get yourself some chicken noodle soup with the soda on the side. Send Nick noodles? I mean, yeah, I'd love to do that, but I just feel like that'd be weird coming from me. Hey, Nick, here's some noodles from this guy who made 30 videos making fun of you. Yes. You want to get interviewed by me now? Hi, Def. Hi, Chat. Hi, Robin. Congrats on the one year. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. Remember when Trisha was acting crazy like he was crazy? Yeah, I remember that. She was... Yeah, she really threw him under the bus. Trisha is something. Don't mess with Trisha. That's... I mean, if there's one thing I've learned so far in my social media career, never, under any circumstance, 
for any reason, mess with Trisha Paytas. Be very kind to her. You know, be very nice. Treat her very well. Don't mess with her. Trisha and Nick was a bit wild. Yeah, they should have done a podcast together. Instead of Colleen and Trisha, it should have been Nick and Trisha. That would have been fucking crazy. Uh, yeah, proof though, and she acted like he was talking her. Yeah, I remember that. Her podcast did get another episode. She did a second episode with Colleen. I didn't watch it. I saw it was up. Ethan learned the hard way yeah I mean I feel like he came out relatively unscathed because everybody kind of was sick of Trisha's you know little game So she kind of dug her own hole in that situation. It lasted longer than you thought. I think everybody was surprised after the the first time she walked out. I think everybody was genuinely surprised she was still around. For like, what, they did like 30 episodes or something? Am I wrong? Was it 30 episodes? How many was it? She married in though? Yeah. Yeah, but they, they don't talk. The family's like split, which is really, really fucking sad. It's so fucking sad. Imagine a family being split over that. You know? Her new podcast is a little boring. I mean, I I think I watched a little bit of it. And, um... Yeah. No disrespect. It's not really my cup of tea. I mean... I'm saying this also as, like, a straight dude who, like, tells dick jokes for a living. Yeah, I was up to her at the time, and she was making tons of videos going crazy. I just uh, kind of said Moses seemed to play into it, too. I think Moses didn't want to be a part of any of it, but she did make a lot of videos. I've never seen somebody make that many response videos. Um, Like, she, she legitimately must have made, like, 20 videos, including all the Twitter ones. Maybe close to 30. Um... I couldn't watch her shows. It's hard listening to her. No disrespect to Trisha. I mean, yeah, I like Trisha, but it, yeah, you are 100% correct. It is, uh, at least in my ear, it, it sounds a little like nails on a chalkboard because her voice is so, I don't know. She's like talking a million miles an hour like a Barbie doll, 
It just uh, literally hurts my ears. I love Frenemies, don't get me wrong, but it was there were some parts that were like tough to, to watch and like get through. You know? You, you know what I mean? There were some parts that were really like... It would, she talks so... All day too, yeah. So fast too, yeah. It, it's just her voice, I don't know. I, yeah, no, I know. I know. I know exactly what you're talking about. But she's so funny. She's super funny though. That's one thing I give Trisha. She's fucking hilarious. Her videos where she was sleeping and just walking, uh, waking up were better a long time ago. Well, good for her. She should have a lot another kid. Being a parent is a blessing. It's hard as fuck. But anybody wants to be a parent, especially nowadays, good for you. It definitely is an entirely different landscape. What's happening again? You do like Broadway, so you might check it out. Yeah, I've been seeing that they're doing a lot of like, um, like Broadway inspired clothing, right? They're they're doing the whole like dress up bit that Trisha used to do with Ethan, but they're doing like Broadway inspired, right? What being on Broadway is the hardest job there is. It depends if you're a day player. Oh no, being a parent, yes. Being a parent is the hardest job there is. And it's a job you can't quit. I mean, you technically can, but if you want. But you're a piece of shit if you do. You know what I'm talking about? You're not supposed to, yeah. Yeah, you're not supposed to quit being a parent. But it happens. I've heard of a lot of cases of dads going out to get a pack of cigarettes and never coming back. Really? Is just pearly things really this desperate? She puts Nico on a fucking thumbnail. I want to tap the boobs. Like, really? Oh, my God. When are you going to get a Switch? I'm going to do my video game stuff after I finish. Like, I just moved today. It's, this is the funny thing. You want to know what's fucking funny? Um, so, June 1st last year, I was moving into this building. Right? I have videos of what it looked like, all this stuff. June 1st, I'm moving into a new house today. So, that's why I'm doing a later stream. I've just been, like, moving all fucking day. It's been it's been good, you know, but shit happens, you know. But yeah, yeah, it's been a lot. It's very stressful. We're getting there though. But yeah, 
When am I going to... That, that's to say, I will get a Switch when everything calms down in about two weeks, I think. That's when I plan on getting a Switch. I wanted to get a PS5. Um, and just go down the gaming route. I want to play games. You know, I know my Sim is dead. Okay? My Sim's been dead. Okay? Please. I know we should have we should do a, a stream where we just bury him, whatever is left of him at this point. Moving is very stressful for sure. Yes, it is. It's a hundred percent stressful. How do you think the dogs will adjust? I think they'll fucking love it. They have a backyard now. I just spent like half of the day having to put bricks all over my backyard because Apollo loves to dig shit up. So I had to like. Just Apollo-proof the fucking backyard. That's what I spent was half of my day with Apollo-proofing the backyard. Oh. Yeah, he loves to dig shit up, and he loves to try to get away. I think I told you guys already, he's had this, like, nasty habit of trying to just run away. Um, I caught him running down the, the driveway the other day. Um... You know, they, they have air tags and everything, but I still have to, like... I have to puppy-proof the whole fucking backyard. Um, I just bought a Switch to play The Tears of the Kingdom. I haven't put... Oh, yeah, the fucking... I gotta play that. I gotta play that so bad. I'm so sad I haven't played that yet. I gotta play Zelda... Okay, should we just watch a Zelda playthrough right now? Fuck it, I want to watch it. Zelda, Tears. Let's watch a playthrough right now. Fuck it. You missed Puppy Cam? Puppy Cam will be back. The office, so that was a thing too with the move today. I moved a whole bunch of stuff that was at the office that I'm moving to my home office. Um, that was in here in this studio. And I... um. Now I, I, I'm, like, getting so close to being able to have the dogs here again. So, I miss I miss having them here. So. Who's in there? Oh, Apollo's in his rebellious era? Yeah. Yeah, he's still, he's still two. He's, like, he was born January... January 13th? Yeah, January 13th. He's like... I guess he's like... Two years is 14 in dog years. So I guess he's still like... He's in his late teens. How old is a... Two and a half year old... Pug in human years? He's 15! Oh no, 24... He's 24. He should not be this rebellious anymore. 24. So he's probably 25 because now he's like 28. Is it four years? Damn it, Apollo. You should know better. <laughs> Cavalier. 
Let's see how old Frankie is. He's 24! Damn it, Frankie! You should know better! Dennis, did you hear the updates on Danny Masterson, the Scientology stuff as well, too? I did hear he got convicted of uh, R-wording two women. That's crazy. They say that dogs age faster the first two years. So they're about 25 at the end of the second year, usually more or less. Yeah, you're right. You're, you're 100% right. That's exactly what we saw. You were rebellious at 24. I mean, I wasn't. I mean, I guess there was some aspect of rebellion in me, but I wasn't as... Like, my peak rebellion was 18. You need a dog digging spot? Like a pit with little treasures? I don't know if I want them digging up the backyard. That may... I don't... I, see, that's the thing. I like that idea, but I don't know if I want to encourage it. That's the only thing, because he already digs up so much, and he's already caused so much grief <laughs> from his digging. Um, so yeah, I may I may take a, a rain check on that eventually. Once if he gets past the habit of like digging shit up, then yeah, sure. Twenty hours to play Zelda. I don't want to ruin this game for myself, but I can't stop watching. Maybe a sandbox? Maybe. That is a good idea, but that's the thing. I don't I don't want if if they get in the habit of doing it and I keep like training them to do it, they're just gonna do it more. That's how it usually works. If he has his own spot, that is true. If I train him to only dig the on one spot. The room keeps getting thicker. If I train him to dig on just one spot, then he'll just do it there. Apollo is so stubborn, though, that he is, uh... We've been descending for a while now. These tunnels are deeper than I thought. What could be down here? Like, you teach him to do one thing, and he just does it all the time and everywhere. No spoilers in this? Okay. Damn, look, he's all maxed out. He's all maxed out on the hearts. Yo, word up to Link. This dude's maxed out. People have been falling ill after coming into contact with the gloom drifting through these caverns. Though here it seems almost misty and not concentrated enough to harm us. We'll keep going. With it coming up from beneath Hyrule Castle. We do not know what waits below. 
so we need to be ready for anything. But I know I'll be okay with you, Link. Let's go solve this mystery. This is so fucking cool. Happy Pride Month. I want to see what happens. Lighting makes him look bald? Yeah, I can see that. What, she's got an iPhone? What the fuck? I think it's pretty evident he's not. He Look, fucking he's just murdered a little bat. He just, like slipped them in half. The histories of the royal family, including stories of a great war fought long ago. It was a conflict between allied tribes and someone only ever referred to as the Demon King. Is it possible? Ganondorf. Is it the same legend? This is similar to the statues we saw earlier, Azonai. And these figures look like Hylians. This depiction certainly suggests that the Zonai descended from the heavens. Zelda is such a good the first of game. Family, were born from a union with gods who were descended from the heavens. The way they built suspense. These murals tell a similar story, and if they are accurate, then the gods mentioned were the Zonai. They must have forged a relationship with the Hylians of that time, working together to establish the Kingdom of Hyrule. This figure. Kingdom this of Hyrule. Incredible power from the young kingdom. This all aligns with what I've read during my studies. And then this—it shows the Demon King. 
in a fierce battle against him. If the creature depicted here really does represent the Demon King, then... Oh. Incredible! This mural must be the Great War recorded in the Royal Histories! This is the imprisoning war, and the events that led up to it! This is a huge discovery! Wow. All right then, now to use this invention of Pura's. I'm glad I didn't leave it behind. It's so easy to record. You point it and click. Oh, it looks like the rest of the murals are obscured. Uh-oh. This is where it gets crazy, huh? That's what you're saying, Cody? This is where it gets crazy? Link, let's keep moving deeper. the end of this tunnel oh she got an airpod Finished Harry Potter, no. <laughs> wow. What even is this? is happening
Link, finally awake. I've heard a great deal about you from Zelda. Your wounds were severe. I am relieved to see you escape death. Oh, he came back to the uh, Doku Forest. Is that what it is? Damn, he's swimming. Skydiving being a part of Zelda. Oh. Play Skyrim? I'll play Skyrim. Come out. This is such a great fucking game. The graphics are super cool. You should just make this full screen. Thank you. 
Rust Treason? Uh, sure, yeah. What's your Twitter at? I'll follow you. Treason was? Let me see. Let me pull it up. Fuck, I clicked the wrong button. Ah, uh, okay, hold up. Treasonless. Yeah, but you don't even follow me. You want me to follow you, but you don't follow me? Why do you want me to follow you if you don't follow me? <laughs> I don't have a problem following you, but you don't even follow me! It does. It says you don't. Oh, you just did. You just follow me right now. Am I blind? Hold on a minute. I, I'm running on next to no sleep, and it is ten thirty p.m. here. Were you, you were following me this whole time, and I didn't see it. How the fuck am I? Am I this much of an idiot? I'm sorry, treasonless. I'm sorry. My deepest apologies. Holy shit. Yes, I will follow you. I'm sorry about this this misunderstanding. There we go. Followed. Okay? I'm sorry about that. Ah, uh, jeez. I feel like I need a sleep. I feel like I need a nap. Holy shit. Uh, I'm a fucking idiot. Hold on. I need to see a replay of that. How much of a fucking idiot am I? Like, hey, you don't follow me? <laughs> you don't follow me, man? How dare you ask me to follow you? You don't follow me. Um, and I'm not. And he is following me. And I'm. I'm like. I'm such a. How dare you ask me to follow you? You don't follow me. Um, <laughs> I'm such a fucking idiot. Holy shit. Uh, okay. Let me see a replay of that. No, no, no! It did. You weren't following me. Oh, thank goodness! And not dreaming this shit. It happened in real time. Okay. All right. But now you follow me, so we follow each other. you if you don't follow me <laughs> I don't have a problem following you but you don't even follow me it, does, the it says you don't oh you just did you just follow me right now <laughs> he did he just followed me right there and then <laughs> it might have been a glitch okay alright I'll give you that could have been a glitch but it literally popped up on the screen <laughs> That was so funny. The person just followed you. How am I doing? I'm doing great. Super Cameron me. Twitch is 10 seconds slow on your end. Wasn't follow. Oh, it's okay. It's all right. Hey, but here's the thing, treasonless. If you want to follow me now, okay, we have evidence of you just being, uh, you know, not not cool. Because now we follow each other. We're mutuals, okay? All right, you got you to gotta keep the follow, okay? If you wouldn't follow me, all right, if I happen to check on Treasonless and you wouldn't followed me, you're going to get hit with that unfollow, okay? It's mutual. We're mutuals. 
Okay, don't you be one of those people who says, hey, follow me, follow, I'll follow back, and then you, like, unfollow me immediately. Okay? Rush Treason, thanks for the follow. Oh, look, you got another, thank you for the follow. Okay? We're mutuals now, homie. Okay? All right. Oh, man, I look so serious. Holy shit, Dennis, what are you doing? You're not, it's not, this isn't neurosurgery, man. Shut, Jesus, shut the front door, man. Ah, my expression sometimes. Do you have any anniversary shows tonight? No, we don't. We have a roast battle tomorrow. That's what we have. There's a roast battle tomorrow here at the club. There are tickets available if you want to get some. Um, yeah, I guess I guess tomorrow is kind of a celebration. I didn't honestly. It kind of like. <sighs> I'm already bad with like celebrating stuff and you know like um what do you call it like not landmarks <laughs> what's the name when you get to like uh when things happen anyway I'm bad with that I already have like I'm bad with it but this made it even worse the fact that I moved on the first made it even worse cuz I got like when I got sent the article that, you know, we were, they mentioned us for the first time on LA times, uh, Los Angeles times. Thank you. Domino Dominison. Thanks for the follow. So they mentioned the comedy club at the, on the LA times for the first time ever. We got a mention. It's a small mention, but it's still like, I feel like I still a lot. Like I feel, I'm just grateful that we're still here a year in. And it's funny that it happened on the one year anniversary. I didn't know it was happening. Um, and all credit goes. I did disable ad block. You motherfuckers. Allow ads. Refresh page. Jesus. Oh my God. Um, okay, hold on. Where do I do this, man? Ah, fuck them. Fuck the LA Times and no, don't fuck the LA Times. Uh, I can't open it. I deactivated the ad block and it won't open it. Do not. I take that back, LA Times. Okay, I'm sorry I said that. I just I wanted to open this up and share this. I can't share it. I deactivated it. I'm trying to pay you, LA Times. Anyway. They mentioned us. It's a small mention, but I, like I was saying, I'm just so grateful that we're still even here, right? It, it's It's been such a crazy year. First year is usually the toughest year of any business. Uh, I did hit allow ads. I, I clicked it right here. Allow ads. Go to ad block, right click. Don't run ads on this site. I did that. It's off. Anyway, Adblock Plus. Hit the power button. Where is it? It's all off. Anyway, I did it. It's not working. I am a noob. If you guys want to check it out, I put a link on my Twitter. Do all F4. Hit refresh. I hit refresh. Let's see. Refresh. Refresh. I know there's a trick with the New York Times that if you hit refresh enough. 
And we're mentioned with a fucking comedy store too, which is like really cool. And other places that are, the improv we're on the we're on the same paragraph as a fucking improv. I don't know. Jam in the van is also great. Uh, so yeah, there we are. It's right there. Boom. Def Noodles Comedy Club. All these other clubs. Jam in the van is owned, as far as I know, by Polly Shore. His parents also own the comedy store. They founded the comedy store. Ice House. A lot of really cool clubs here. Uh, comedy store right there. The Improv. You know, Comedy Wars at the Improv. You know, they say uh, they're currently in transition from Deaf Noodles Comedy Club as Sunset's Mesa Boogie Store. I, you know, we're, it's not the Mesa Boogie Store anymore, but I guess this is what most people know it as. It's a historic building. So, uh, but yeah, it's it's really great to see that like we're still here after a year. And our, we got our first mention on our first year anniversary. It's like fucking crazy. Uh, yeah, and shout out to um, Lowe's, who's been putting together the roast battles. We've been doing monthly roast battles. Um, but yes, Domino, he should follow you. Uh, where's Should I follow? Where's Domino? I'll follow you, Domino. Um, yeah, so we've been doing roast battles once a month. Tomorrow we're doing... The Roast Battle is hosted by Los. And um, I think the next one, we're going to reformat it a little bit. Uh, the Snoop Dogg motivational video in the chat. Where'd it go? Um, yeah. Um. Yeah, it's been it's been a lot, but we're still here. I've been watching since 2018. Top G Domino, hey, here, let me get you. I got you. By the way, Vilch uh, has been to the club. I think he came. I'm pretty sure he came to the very first show we ever had. So he came to the very first roast battle. So he's been here for a minute. Here we go, Domino. Followed. Just followed you. Boom. See that? Just followed you. Um, yeah, so one year anniversary. I'm just happy to be here. Happy... Um, yeah, it's been fucking crazy. It's been a crazy fucking ride. Holy shit, but we made it. It's been a wild ride. Yeah, it has. Yeah. Yeah, you were here at the first show. Yeah, I remember you. I remember. Vilch was here first, and you were here for the second. Pretty sure you were here for the second, too. And I remember seeing you at other shows, too. But, um, but yeah, it's been interesting. I learned so fucking much bringing it back around. <laughs> what a time to be alive. Yeah, let's watch this uh this Snoop Dogg video. Last but not least, I want to thank me. <laughs> I want to thank me for believing in me. I want to thank me for doing all this hard work. I want to thank me for having no days off. I want to thank me for, for never quitting. 
I want to thank me for always being a giver and trying to give more than I receive. I want to thank me for trying to do more right than wrong. I want to thank me for just being me at all times. Snoop Dogg, you a bad Snoop Dogg is a bad motherfucker. Yeah, the podcast did start before the Super Roast Battles. Oh, thanks, Super Cameron. Appreciate you. Remember the first show was in a most critical video, seeing me in the crowd. It was kind of crazy. Yeah, it was. It, the first two shows trended on Twitter. Um, I remember that. It was definitely, holy shit, that was an experience. I never had anything like that get so much attention ever. Um, it may not have gotten as many views as I usually got on my channel, I think the original Roast Battles has like 70,000 views so far on this channel, on the podcast channel. And um, I think that the second one is maybe at 30. So it was interesting, interesting time. Thoughts on Leafy? Um, what specifically? On, on the thing with him and Destiny? Or has anything else happened with that? You did it, dude. And more blessings to come. Yeah. I can't believe it. We made it a whole year. Holy shit. It, it feels... It went by so fucking fast. It went by so fucking fast. When I tell you, folks... Don't wait. Don't wait. Like, if you have a dream... If you have a dream right now... Regardless of what it is... Don't wait. Don't wait to do it. Just go out, go ahead and start. You know? Just go ahead and do it. Because once you blink, it so much has gone by. You've learned so much. So much has changed about your life. Don't blink. And don't wait. I know it's very easy. I've been... Trust me, I've been there. Okay? I've been in a position where I, I would say I would literally procrastinate on everything I wanted in life. And I would just sit there and say, I'll do it tomorrow. Oh, I'll do it when this happens. I'll do it as soon as I get that. Then I'll be able to do that. You know what I mean? If today this happens, then I'll do it. There's so many little like things that we, we do. Like so many little like roadblocks. And things that we'll say to ourselves that we'll do and we'll create all these conditions around things instead of doing it. And the moment that you start doing it, it feels so hard. But then you blink and a whole year has gone by and you've learned so much and you're like, actually, this wasn't as hard as I thought. <laughs> and I'm saying this after having a full year of experience. Like last year, I full-blown... I was like, there was so much I was having to do and learn just about like getting the space because I was moving into the space. And just to get in it, I had to get so much done, right? Just to be approved to get this place. Had to have so much in place, right? Insurance, um, you know, a full background check, all this shit, right? Uh... You get to a point and you're like, you blink and it all went by and you're like, holy shit, it felt so hard, but that was like so easy. <laughs> that was the easiest part of everything. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> that felt so hard in the moment, but that was so easy in retrospect compared to everything else that came afterwards. <laughs> There's this saying I hear in a lot of motivational videos, and I'll, I watch a lot of them, like, just while I'm working out. I don't know who the fuck says it, but it's something like, if you live hard, your life will be easy. But if you live hard, but if you live... <laughs> I, I, of course, flub that. Sorry, I'm on like three hours of sleep. If you live hard, your life will be easy. If you live easy, your life will be hard. No money to get that dream started if you don't have an income to get the items to start the dream. So, you want to know something, Reaper? When I started my YouTube channel back in 2018, I was on food stamps. I was very poor. I had a camera on a laptop. It was like this MacBook Air or just a MacBook. My mom has it because she she just told me the other day that she saw the computer and she's like, I can't believe you used to make these videos on this shitty computer. That's what she literally told me the other day. And uh, it was like an outdated like MacBook Air or MacBook. And I would record my videos live with no edit. And I would just immediately upload them. I would record them on OBS. And then when I got a little bit of like money, I bought like a $90 uh, webcam and borrowed a friend's mic. Which was like a $30 mic. And that's the... And then I used that for like the first two years of the channel. So like within six months, I I upgraded by buying a $90 camera. Using... Still used... It was a webcam. wasn't an actual camera. It was a webcam. A $90 Logitech webcam. Which, funny enough, is the same one that I still use. I try to upgrade it to a different camera. doesn't look the same. It's not as good. Uh, But... Anyway, it's a Logitech camera that I'm using now. It's a $90 camera. Um, I have upgraded the microphones. These microphones are very nice microphones. They're podcast microphones. But at the time, I had a a $30 or $60 microphone that was a friend of mine's that I borrowed. Um, And I was filming. I had no space to film. So I set it up in the back of the kitchen of the apartment that we shared. I cleared everything out. Because it was just a bare wall with bricks on it. I it wasn't even a brick it was there was a window I set up a green screen um that I think was borrowed too can't remember I just like put the holes in the wall and put the green screen right through that's how I started and I would make like two videos a day and for the first year and a half two years nobody fucking watched if you want to do something nothing's going to stop you that's the thing You know, Les Brown says that that is true, Becca. That is, that's a Les Brown quote. If you live easy, your life will be hard. If you live hard, your life will be easy. So definitely I'm working on expanding my cleaning business and I just hired my first cleaner. Congratulations. uh, That is so good to know. That is so good. I'm proud of you. It's the little things. 
It's the little victories. You got to celebrate the little victories. I don't know how many of you watched the Conor McGregor documentary on Netflix, but he talks about that exactly. Exactly that. How he took every little step in victory that he had and he would celebrate it. And being here one year after everything we've been through, folks. I mean, you've seen, you guys have seen the journey after everything we've been through to still be standing here after a year. That's a fucking victory. I see it as an absolute victory. I had people asking me last October and September, I was doing a few interviews. Somebody asked me like, but why don't you just quit? I was like, what? They were like, yeah, I I would be embarrassed and I would just leave and quit. And I was like, I don't think I have that option. This is like my literal dream. I'm not going to quit my dream because I'm embarrassed. Everybody makes fucking mistakes. I'm not saying I knew this. I knew how to do any of this before I even started doing it. I'm learning and I'm open to learning. Right? So that's another thing. You got to be open to to learning and growing. And, And I made a lot of mistakes, but I'm really happy I'm still here. I got a $60 camera that works great. That is true. They work. They do work great. The cheapest cameras usually are the best ones. I'm sorry to hear that, Reaper. I hope that work figures things out for you. That's awful they're doing that to you. Get some ice cream or a piece of chocolate. You deserve it. Pat on the back. Boom, boom. Perseverance, yes. It's not what your photographer brother says? What does your photographer brother say? Anyway, yeah, that's it. I'm sorry if I'm going too much on this. Um... I don't mean to be like too self-congratulatory, but like, I, I yeah, one whole year, I'm probably going to make a video reminiscing on it. <laughs> I didn't have time in the last few days with like the move and everything to like even realize that it came up. I, I was thinking, I realized it was going to be the one year anniversary, maybe a month ago, maybe the beginning of May. I was like, when is the one year anniversary? Oh, I was like, oh yeah, June 1st. Huh. You know what I mean? Here we are. (sighs) Hey, Mohammed, 18,200. Thanks for the follow. Appreciate you. Don't be sorry. You're you're your own hype man. Admirable. Thank you. Uh, I appreciate you. You should celebrate you remembering the date. Yeah. And I was like, should I do something special? (laughs) I don't think. um, I don't think I thought about anything special. The special thing is moving. What's your favorite movie? What's your favorite scary movie? Um, I don't know. Beavis and Butthead do America. How about that? A 365 type documentary would be cool. I'll do a documentary eventually. I have a lot of behind the scenes footage. We could definitely do a lot of documentary. A lot of documentary. Documentary. 
documentarying. Documentarying. We're going to do a whole lot of documentarying, okay? Better get ready because all of you are going to get documentaried. You're going to get documentary out. Get ready. That is so true, Cameron. That is so true. Keep the files safe. I do. I have them all backed up. I have backups on backups. I want to document more. I haven't been able to... As of the last two months, I kind of took a pause on documenting some stuff. Just because I've been, like, renovating and kind of doing, like, a reset on everything and taking stock. I did that in January as well. And it's good to kind of, like, take inventory and think, like, okay, what do I want to do here, there, and, like, make lists of goals and stuff so you can kind of, like, refocus. I've been doing that a lot. So I haven't really been documenting. I didn't... I mean, I did take a bunch of pictures and a couple of videos, but I didn't really document a lot of the uh, the renovations. You need the documentaries. Oh, they'll, they'll, they'll happen eventually. Anyway, I'm going to start wrapping up. Thank you, everybody who came through. You're a filmmaker? Um, I'm a comedian, but yeah, I've done I've done documentaries before. I did uh I did I directed a documentary with a few rappers a few years ago. Uh it was distributed at Adidas. But yeah. Um There's just a lot that goes on in this uh little like comedy space that I have that it, it could turn into a, a documentary but it's another conversation anyway I want to just thank all of you for coming through being a part of the family one whole year folks one whole year and we're still here we're not going anywhere um, I got my name on the walls of the building and yeah oh Abby Hey, Abby. How you doing? Ah, thanks for the $5, Abby. Appreciate you. Still here. We're all still here. Thank you for the $5, Abby. Hey, thanks for the fart, too. Appreciate you. All right. So, I'll let y'all go. I know you guys are busy. Come on. You guys got stuff to do. Okay? I'm going to get to making my videos so I can go back to moving. <laughs> and I'll let you guys get back to your life. Okay? So, I love every single one of you. I'll be back tomorrow. And I uh, look forward to seeing you again. All right. Bye-bye.